Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of 1 Corinthians. Today is episode 421. We're looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 19 through 23. Let's read our passage. Although I am free from all, and not anyone's slave, I have made myself a slave to everyone, in order to win more people. To the Jews I became like a Jew, to win Jews to those under the law like one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, to win those under the law, to those who are without the law like one without the law, though I am not without God's law, but under the law of Christ, to win those without the law. To the weak I became weak in order to win the weak. I have become all things to all people, so that I may by every possible means save some. Now I do all this because of the gospel so that I may share in the blessings. This is Paul's first letter to the Corinthian church, 1 Corinthians. It's a letter that he wrote to the church in Corinth about five years after he founded the church. He founded that church during his second missionary journey, and now he's on his third missionary journey, and he's in Ephesus. He spent an extended period in Ephesus. There's actually some guys from Corinth that are there with him, so he's heard some things about the church in Corinth. And there's a letter he has from Corinth, probably delivered by these guys that are with him. And he's heard some reports from others about what's going on at Corinth. Disturbing news. There's a lot of fighting and factions and selfishness. There's messed up theology. There's a lot of confusion. They've actually asked some questions in the letters. And some of them seem to be challenging Paul in the letter. And one of the things they're challenging is his apostleship. Specifically, the fact that he's telling them they shouldn't go to the pagan temples and participate in the meals there. This is something they did when they were pagans. And now that they're Christians, they know that these pagan idols mean nothing. So what's the big deal to go to the pagan temple and be part of the feast? This was well before you had a cracker barrel anywhere to go to. So that's where you went to have a a meal out to the pagan temple. Paul's saying, don't do that. You're correct. These idols are not representative of actual deities, but there is spiritual realities behind these pagan idols, and they're demonic. But also, what you do affects others. You may be certain in your heart it means nothing, but others aren't so certain, and seeing you do this will actually negatively impact others. They talked about freedom, and just the fact you're free to do something doesn't mean that it's a good idea to do it. Then he started defending his apostleship, and probably the background behind that is that they're degrading his authority as an apostle because he's telling them something they don't want to hear. And so if they can say he's not such a good apostle, then they can kind of ignore what he's telling them specifically that go into the pagan temples. And so it seems they're complaint about him as an apostle was he doesn't accept money from churches like apostles are supposed to do. And he may have this little weird uh, kind of a chameleon effect of he acts this way there and that way there. And so he's a little wishy-washy in the apostle department. So Paul defended his not accepting money from them. First, he had a very hard argument that it's right for them to support him financially. Then he defended his freedom not to accept it, that by not accepting it, he was free, free from any influences of people. 
And he's continuing that here in verses 19 to 23. Verse 19, he says, Although I'm free from all and not anyone's slave, I've made myself a slave to everyone in order to win more people. So he's free from all in that he is under an obligation to no one. He's financially independent. He's not under anybody's thumb. He's not accepting patronage from some rich person who can exert influence and say, hey, 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 you know, I'm giving you a lot of money, so I think you maybe ought to do things this way. So he's financially independent. He's not under anyone's thumb. He is free from anyone's influence. He says, and even though I am free and I'm not a slave to anyone, I have made myself a slave to everyone in order to win more people. Specifically, he is using his freedom to actually then place himself in a position of, he terms it a slave, to everyone, specifically for the gospel. Freedom isn't his goal. His goal isn't to do whatever he wants. His goal is to win people to Christ. So he starts talking about the different categories of people. Verse 20, to the Jews, I became like a Jew to win Jews. Now, some people want to make a second one a different category. I think he's just repeating himself. To those under the law, like one under the law. So, who's under the law? The Jews. Now, you could say that there's God-fearers, believing Gentiles who are under the law, but I don't think he's really thrown them as a separate category. I think it's just amplifying the idea of the Jews, because Jews is both an ethnicity, but also a religious term. So, to people who are Jews, he, he is a Jew, and he acts like a Jew in order to win Jews to Christ. To those who are under the law, he acts like one under the law. Then he adds, though I myself am not under the law, to win those under the law. Now, what's he mean he's not under the law? Well, he argued that in, in a strong way to the uh, Galatian church, where the Judaizers were saying you had to follow the Jewish laws in order to be a Christian. I'll say, no, you don't. We're free in Christ. We're free from that legalism of Judaism. So he says, I'm not under the law, under the Jewish customs. By that, he doesn't mean free from the moral code. It's free from observing the Sabbath, from eating the dietary restrictions, of going to the right feast. Even though he does a lot of that stuff, he doesn't do that as a way of pleasing God. And he says, okay, I, I am a Jew, and when I'm around Jews, I act like a Jew. Why? Not to avoid offending people, not to fit in, but to be able to share the gospel. Now, verse 21, to those who are without the law, that would be the Gentiles, like one without the wall. So he's saying, to those who are without the law, the Gentiles, I act like somebody who's a Gentile also. Then he adds, though I am not without God's law, but under the law of Christ, to win those without the law. So the Gentiles, they don't have the Mosaic law. And Paul says, so if I'm with them, I don't act like a Jew and say they should act like Jews too. I will be with them and fit in with them. Not that I'm without any law from God. I have the revealed law of God. I have the law of Christ. But I fit in with the Gentiles and act like the Gentiles 
in order to win the Gentiles to Christ. It says in verse 22, To the weak I became weak in order to win the weak. There's some debate here. Who, what does he mean by the weak? Is that just generally saying, okay, there's, he, he boasts in his weakness at times that it's not him, it's Christ who does these things. Or is he referring to the weak that he talked about earlier in chapter 9? Those who weren't so sure about the reality of the pagan idols. Is that the weak he's referring to? I don't think so, because he doesn't get like that and say, well, I just don't know about those pagan idols. So I don't think he's really referring to those people who he called weak. I think it's just generally referring to the weak in that he can identify with people who are downtrodden and powerless, and he'll be one of them in order to win them to Christ. Continues to verse 22. I have become all things to all people, so that I may by every possible means save some. Then verse 23 finishes up. Now I do all this because of the gospel, so that I may share in the blessings. So does this mean he's just a fake? No, what he means is he fits in with people. He doesn't push his agendas. He doesn't push his religion. He doesn't push his ethnicity. He fits in with people in order that they can hear the gospel. One of the things he's not free to do in his freedom is he's not free to sin. And nowhere does he argue that he is or pretend that he does. No, he doesn't sin. And remember one of the things he said about the eating at the temples, that it was sin. He doesn't say, I go eat in the pagan temples with the pagans participating in the pagan worship feasts. He didn't say, I do that in order to win the pagans. What he means is I rub elbows in everyday places with the pagans. And if I go to their houses and they throw some meat on the table that I don't know where that came from, I'm going to eat it. But if I'm eating with the Jews and they want to be kosher, I'll be kosher with them. And if I'm entertaining Jews, I will do so in a kosher way. If I'm entertaining Gentiles, I'm not going to throw a bunch of kosher on them. So the whole point here is how he conducts his life. It's not a matter of being fake. It's a matter of connecting with people. Now, is this a, a principle for us to follow? Well, it's a principle for us to understand and hear and listen and take to heart. But what Paul's doing here is he's defending himself against the attacks. And one of the attacks is not only do you not take money from people, you act a little wishy-washy, we think. As you were this way with these people and this way with those people, and you're not very consistent. And Paul's saying, well, the whole point here is what I am consistent about is the gospel. That's where I'm consistent. The social issues, that's not such a big deal. I will be all things to all people in order that I might win some to Christ. Because Paul is all about the gospel. He's not just flinging his freedom as I'm free to do whatever I want to do. But his freedom is I'm free to not be constrained to the things you think I ought to be constrained to so that I can reach people with the gospel of Christ. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through 1 Corinthians.